passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back. Uh, You know, there's a million reasons why I love Jason Kelsey. Let me give you my favorite reason. He's there every Sunday. Yeah. We don't ever worry about his availability. He's been doing this for what's over 130 now, right? Plug and play. Let's bring him on right now. The true most beloved eagle of all, Jason Kelsey. Hi, Jason. Angela, how we doing? Jason, update me. The uh, I'm looking at the internet. It doesn't have the update of how many consecutive games now? I don't know. I I, I have not been keeping track. Uh-huh. It's it's in the one thirties, I know that. Somebody look that up, Johnson, find out. Jason, how are you doing that? Could you explain that? Well, I mean, one, I've been very fortunate not to be hit with any major injuries. Um, and, uh, you know, I think we have, a, we have a great training staff. We have a great uh, sports and conditioning uh, regimen. And uh, I don't know, you find a way to go if you can. And um, I can't, I don't want to put my finger on it. And I certainly don't want to talk about it because... I'm not too superstitious right. about too many things, but I definitely don't want to uh, put any juju out there for this one. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I oh. think uh, you just try and keep your feet moving and, and playing hard, and hopefully the football gods take care of you. I got to tell you the truth. I had a couple of follow-ups. I'm not going there. No. Because I don't want to do that either. Nope. I don't want to do that either because I love Jason. <laughs> All right, so, Jason, let's just get to what happened in Dallas. Did losing sure. that game – in any way dampen your holiday? Yeah, I'm sure, of course. Whenever you lose a game, you're going to be upset. That was a big game for us. And, you know, it, it's particularly uh, it's hard when you lose a close game that you know was there for the taking. You know, um, you know, the bottom line is self-inflicted wounds. If we fix those alone, we win that game. And, um, and that's a tough one to swallow because you know that you, you let one up, especially a big game against a rival uh, in your division that um, there's a good chance we're going to see again. So, yeah, it did. I mean, when you see your uh, three-year-old opening a gift on Christmas Day, that can kind of uh, uh, make you forget about football for a little bit. But it definitely uh, it wasn't as fun and as joyous as it would have been with a win. Well, hopefully we can have a great New Year's Day. I, I, Jason, here's the thing I really want to know. though. T- turnovers, you guys are amazing at it most of the season, but the last couple of weeks, seven turnovers. Is there a way to emphasize it to the point where you don't do it anymore? What safeguards are put into place to try to stop the turnovers from happening? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've, we've, I think we've done a phenomenal job emphasizing it all year. Um, it, you know, it's just going to happen sometimes. I mean, football 
you know, it's not always uh, going to be no turnovers. And I think, uh, by and large, the coaches have done a great job of preaching ball security, of preaching, um, you know, taking care of the football at the quarterback position. Um, but we got to do a better job. I mean, we got to do a much better job. The last two weeks in particular, the two games that we've lost, we've turned the ball over four times. Um, we can't play, expect to play good teams and win games turning the ball over. It's the number one stat that dictates wins and losses in the NFL. Um, the bottom line is if you have the ball, you know, the most important thing besides getting yards or besides uh, making a play is not putting that ball on the ground or uh, giving the defender a chance to get it. And, uh, you know, you just keep emphasizing it, and you hope guys are um, making, you know, thoughtful differences throughout the week while they're carrying the ball, uh, when they're going up for the ball. All of these things need to be thought about just a little bit more. And um, I'm sure Nick and the rest of the coaching staff are going to be on this one pretty hard. They Absolutely. already have been, actually. Absolutely. All right, Jason, I'm, I'm curious. So, in the end, you still got the ball with a chance to win. You're down six, driving down to fail. How different yeah. How different is Minshew than Hurts in that kind of a situation? Are their personalities a lot different in the huddle? What's that like? Their personality is a little bit different, but I think they both have good presence in the huddle. Um, you know, obviously Jalen, I think you know, we've just had more reps with them. So, but I'm not going to lie. I think all of us were confident. You know, really, if you look at the whole game, I thought our offense was moving the ball pretty effectively when we weren't turning it over. So we all, going into that last drive, were really confident we were going to be able to go down there and at least be in a position to win the game. Um, and, you know, Gardner didn't disappoint. He's, he still was playing great in the two-minute drill. Um, you know, it's just it's a little bit different with uh, some of the play calls, obviously. You know, we do a lot of draws and a lot of things that, to keep the uh, defense off guard in a, in a pass-only situation typically with Jalen. And his legs allow him to extend plays and do things. Uh, on a level that obviously Gardner isn't able to do. But, um, you know, Gardner makes a lot of quick decisions. The ball comes out on time. And they both have kind of their own strengths. And, um, you know, I think, I think Gardner did a great job for the most part. And uh, I, I certainly think all of us were in that huddle expecting that. Uh, Jason, I believe someday you will be a head coach in the National Football League. I could be wrong. So I want you to make a head coaching strategy decision now. This has been a big point of debate. 30 and sub seconds, 35 seconds to go. You you get down to the 20-yard line, and you got one timeout. Are you burning the timeout there, or are you clocking it the way you guys did? Was that the right decision? Um, I, I would prefer to clock it because the timeout gives you more freedom with your next play call. Yep. If you don't, if you if you call the timeout right away your next play call has to go to the sideline. That's right. Um, which changes up what the defense is going to run. Uh, you know, if they know that you have to go to the sideline, you're limited to, you know, if you run another play, you're taking another, you know, 12 to 14 seconds off the clock at least. Um, you know, it's a big difference. Uh, but, you know, it's, I'll tell you this, it is, it is, one of the best things Nick does is he has these team meetings where he goes over all of these situations in front of the team. And he's asking coaches questions. He's asking players questions. This is one of the most situationally aware teams that I've ever played on. And I really mean that. And 
Nick and the, uh, the analytics department and the coaches, they put a lot of time into going over all of these what-ifs that might never happen. And um, they do a phenomenal job of being prepared for all of these situations. I think we're one of the better teams in the NFL with this. I've seen teams screw it up week in, week out. I know um, Andy Reid, for as unbelievable as coach he was, he used to drive Eagles fans crazy with the timeout usage. Um, I think, you know, for whatever reason, Nick and his staff uh, really um, they put a lot of time into this stuff. And I, I, you're not going to see him making too many wrong decisions on that. That is a phenomenal answer to that question, Jason. Thank you for that. I want to wrap this up by talking about your teammate, Lane Johnson, because we found out yesterday Lane does have uh, some sort of a tear in his abdomen, but he is uh, holding off on surgery and going to attempt to play in the playoffs. The Eagles are 9-21 and when he is not in the lineup. Is he that great? Could you tell us a little bit about playing with Lane Johnson, Jason? Yeah, he is that great. He's, he's, he's been the best pass blocking right tackle in the NFL for some time now. I mean, the only I should, there's really not anybody through the past decade that's even in his stratosphere other than maybe Mitchell Schwartz. Um, you know, I don't think people realize how much we leave our tackles on an island and how hard of a job they have week in, week out, even against uh, the two monsters that they went up against last week and Demarcus Lawrence and, uh, and Michael Parsons. I mean, you know, Lane Johnson is is probably, not, if not the most respected tackle in the NFL, certainly one of them by the players that he goes against. I've seen him go up against Von Miller, uh, you know, Khalil Mack, uh, all of these big-name guys, and nothing. I mean, maybe a sack or two, but that's understandable against a premier player in the NFL. The consistency of which he does his job and the ease at which he does it by himself um, is unmatched. And that allows the offense to operate freely. You know, you don't have to worry about chipping. You don't have to worry about, uh, you know, lining up somebody to kind of slow down the start of the rush. Uh, all of these things impact the rest of the offense. Um, and then you tack on to the fact that he's, you know, he's a veteran player. He's been around, been in certain situations, so he's knowledgeable. Uh, he's, a, he's a leader, so other guys gravitate towards him uh, before the game, during the game, and, and afterwards. I mean, this is a, it's a big loss, and it's, and it's been, and it's hurt us a lot as a team before. Um, you know, I think we have good depth right now, uh, but nobody's going to be Lane Johnson. And, um, you know, it's, it's not anything that, you know, I, I think it's appropriately being made uh, a big deal in the media and by everybody else. Well, that was a great testimonial. And now uh, we just hope he can still be effective. Jason. You know, we're hoping for a great New Year starting Sunday, New Year's Day, right at the link. Let's get a win there and get the bye. You ready for that, Jason? Yeah, this is the biggest game of the year for us. We go out there and we win this one. You know, we put ourselves in a great situation. Uh, nothing would uh, make my New Year's better than uh, getting a win, getting a bye, and, uh, you know, taking care of business on New Year's Day. Happy New Year, Jason, to you and your family. Hopefully it's going to be very happy here at the link. Thanks, Jason. All right, happy, happy New Year, Andrew. Jason Kelsey, he gives such yeah. great answers to stuff. What? 
Boom. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.